Saving one person is like saving the whole world. Yes, this has been a quotation from the book called the Talmud. And it's a very popular saying. You save one person, it's like you're saving the whole world. It's a recognition, an appreciation, and an understanding that every single human being is most valued to God and to us. Every single human being was handpicked by God. God crafted, God created, and God sustains the person. This is God's handiwork. Every human being that lives in this world is here for a purpose and a reason. And it is up to us to learn how to coexist, how to love each other, how to care for each other, and how to keep each other alive. And to keep each other alive at any cost. And this is something that Judaism has been on the forefront to value life of the living more than anything else, to do whatever we can to save a person's life, to sustain a person's life, and to help a person live to its fullest. And that's part of the fundamentals of humanity, is for us to realize how God all put us in this world for a purpose. We weren't created by accident, by chance, by happenstance. Each one of us was handpicked by God and put on this world with a specific task and a mission. God cared so much for each one of us that he even took a part of himself and he put it in our bodies. And that is what energizes us. That is our spirit. That is our life. It's what's called a soul. That is our soul. Our soul is literally a part of God that's in with each one of us. When you look in the mirror, you're not just looking and seeing a physical human being, but you're seeing a human being that's sustained, that's energized, that's kept alive by the soul that's within each one of us. The soul is what we know is called a neshama. A neshama means a breath of life. That when we were born, God blew into us from his inner selves, into us, we inhaled a soul. And when we die, the soul we exhale, it leaves our body. So realizing that every single person on this world is here for a purpose and a reason. No person just exists here just to exist. Everyone has a task at hand. And we're all born equally. We're all born and we come out of our mother's womb so pure and so beautiful. And our journey begins. And as our journey begins, we begin to discover what our talents are, what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, what our temptations are, right from wrong and what direction we need to go in life to be a productive human being to make this world a better place. The very first part of humanity is to have unconditional love for your fellow human being and to be able to value their life more than anything else. 
caring for a person's life is the greatest commandment than all commandments. Supporting life and living life to live, that is what Judaism is about and that is what life is all about. So saving a person's life is like saving the whole world. In a practical sense, it's not just saving the whole world, this could be saving your world. You never know the person who you saved, its ripple effect down the road, how it can even affect you or your family. Let me share with you a story that happened in Israel in the city of Ashkelon. One morning Shlomo gets up at the crack of dawn and he's walking as everyone else is still sleeping when all of a sudden he hears a sniper shot. And because he's a soldier, he knows what a sniper shot sounds like. And he was astounded by it. He looks around and doesn't see anyone. And he knows that this was a sniper shot. So he goes to look around. And lo and behold, he comes across of a young soldier who was just shot by the sniper, bleeding profusely. He jumps into action, begins controlling the bleeding, calls for help. Paramedics arrive as he's pressurizing the wound. The paramedics take over and they literally save this wounded soldier's life. Shlomo goes along in the ambulance on the way to the hospital as they're doing all life-saving measures to save the young soldier who was just shot. And they came to the hospital and they rushed him into surgery. The paramedics came out to tell Shlomo that the soldier's life was saved. And they want Shlomo to know it was you that saved his life. By putting the pressure on the wound, you saved him from bleeding out. And Shlomo thanks the paramedics and leaves. In the meantime, the paramedics in the hospital call up Gadi, the, the wounded soldier's parents, they come to the hospital and they're so grateful that their son's life was saved. And they happenstance asked the paramedics, who saved my son's life? Who was the first one on the scene? Says, well, some other soldier. Who? What's his name? We want to thank him. Says, we didn't get his name. We don't know. He left already. And they were astounded and saying, we want to thank the individual who saved my son's life. And they, whatever they did, they couldn't find the name of the soldier, the good Samaritan who just happened to be there, put pressure on the wound and saved their son's life. They couldn't rest and be at peace until they knew the name and identification of the soldier. The wounded soldier's parents owned a grocery store forever in the city of Ashkelon. So they put up a sign, a placard, in front of their store and says, if anyone knows the name, the identification of the soldier who saved another soldier in this and this morning, please come into the store and tell us. We are looking for that individual's identity. Some time went by, no one responded. Until one day, a woman walks into the grocery store and approaches, and approaches the cashier and says, you know, I think I know who the Good Samaritan is, the, who the soldier who saved the, the young wounded soldier's life. 
says, who would that be? says, I think that's my son. My son Shlomo came home one day and he said that he just happened to be walking and he heard a gunshot and he was able to save a fellow soldier's life. And they says, wow, thank you so much. We want to thank him in person. And this woman who walks in, walked into the store, looks at the cashier, at the owner of the store and says, don't you remember me? And she says, no. She says, look again. Don't you remember me? She says, no. He says, well, I remember you. She says, I lived in Ashkelon 22 years ago. I used to shop here all the time. One day I walked into your grocery store and I was terribly distraught. And you noticed that on me. You weren't shy. You didn't mind your own business. You took initiative. You asked me how my day was and I told you terrible. As soon as I said that, you went to the store door, you closed the door, you turned a sign that the business is closed. You closed the store to talk to me. And you sat me down and you says, Matok, sweetie pie, tell me what's going on. And I told you that I found that I was pregnant and I cannot carry this kid. I'm just not in the state of mind to be able to bear a child now in life. And I decided to have an abortion. And I was all scheduled to have an abortion. And you held my hand, you looked in my eyes, and you told me how value a child is. And there's nothing greater in life than a child calling out to his mother, Ima, Ima, Mama, Mama. When you said those words, I heard you with tears rolling down my face. I felt your love and your concern. I decided not to have the abortion to keep the child. Guess who that child was? That child is Shlomo. That is the child who saved your son's life. If you wouldn't have taken the time that morning to close your store and talk to a distraught young lady who just found out she was pregnant, and if you wouldn't have supported me and inspired me to keep this child, my son wouldn't have been born and he wouldn't have been there to save your son. Saving one person is saving the world and maybe your world. This was such an amazing, beautiful story that really depicts the concept of saving one person is saving the world. Every person has a right to say, this world was created for me. Yes, God created us in this world for a purpose, for a reason. So we, we should be ambassadors of good and kindness and make a difference in this world, to bring light into the world and to be the ones who to share love, life, happiness to all. And we're all humans. We have evil instincts. We make mistakes. We transgress. We are hurtful sometimes. We do wrong things. But God tells us, we are all human, we can repent, and God will forgive, and we can start all over anew. But never undervalue the value of a human being. Every human being is a whole world. And that's why we need to do whatever we can to support life, and to promote life, and to keep the living alive at any cost. Let me share with you a story of a great rabbi 
Rabbi Schneir Zalman of the city of Liadi. It was the holiest day of the Jewish calendar, Yom Kippur. He disappeared in the middle of services. And people were wondering, where is he? And they began running through the village to see where did the rabbi run away to. And they were shocked to see what they saw. That the rabbi was chopping wood in the middle of the holiest day of the year. He's chopping wood. He took the wood and he's building a fire on Yom Kippur. That's the worst of prohibitions. You can't chop wood and make a fire. Then he takes a pot of milk and warms it up. These are three major violations. And the great chief rabbi is doing this. And they followed him and they saw that he warmed up milk to bring it to a woman who just gave birth, who was clinging to life, who needed some warm milk. His disciples were so astounded. It taught them the greatest lesson, a value of life, that we do anything to support life. No prohibitions, no laws of God stands in the way of saving a person's life. Saving one person is saving the whole world. So the next time you look at another person, look at them, that they are the whole world. And if need be, you are ready to save them. God bless you. God loves you.